Welcome to the Montana Real Estate Podcast, where we will pull back the curtain and answer all of your Montana real estate questions. Buying and selling real estate in Montana can be challenging, and local knowledge is the key. We will explore the different areas of the state and educate you on issues that play a role in Montana real estate transactions. This podcast is hosted by Will Friedner, a broker with Glacier Sotheby's International Realty in Whitefish, Montana. Now, here's Will with today's episode. Hey everybody, I'd like to welcome you to episode 41 of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Will Friedner, and I would like to thank everyone that's been listening. And if you enjoy this, feel free to share it with your friends. And please leave us a review if you wouldn't mind. We would appreciate that. Uh, Today, I get a lot of questions about the different types of loans. And one of the things that I I really am careful with with my clients and I'm I wanted to do this episode just to protect you guys out there if you're doing it on your own or you know your agent isn't experienced. Uh you really need to know the difference between the loans if you are using a loan and the type of loan that you're using. You need to talk to your lender about this and maybe he can give you some information that some pages that are printed out that tell you the different restrictions on the different type of loans because if you don't know how your particular loan works, you may be looking at houses and looking at houses that won't ever qualify for that type of loan. And if you get into a contract on one of those, you have a chance of spending money on an inspection or an appraisal on a house that you're never going to get financing for because of the type of loan. So the different types of loans are, there's a conventional loan, which is the easiest I shouldn't say easiest. It's the type of loan that you can buy the most number of houses with because you're putting 20% down on the loan. So you're putting an awful lot of your own money up front. That's why those types of loans will work on fixer-uppers or houses that aren't in the best shape. The loan that most people use around here, and usually it's first-time home buyers or or people, uh, younger people that are getting their first house is an RD loan. That is a government loan. The good thing about an RD loan is the the down payment on those is very low. Uh, it's like 3% or 5%. I'm not sure. I think it varies a little bit with the lenders. Again, talk to your lenders about these things. They can give you the specifics. I've dealt with enough people that have used these, so I know some of the rules. So RD loan is the most common. The next most common is an FHA loan, which again is another government loan. And then a lot of people that were in the military will use a VA loan. And those are great loans. But the problem with those those last three types of loans I just said, the government loans, is that the house has to be in very good condition. So what I mean when I say that is you can't, I mean, you can put in an offer on a house with an RD loan, let's say, but until the things that are wrong or that RD won't accept are fixed, they won't close on it. So the chance you're taking is say the roof is bad, and that's usually a big one. So you put in an offer on a house and you have an RD loan and you pay for the appraiser to go out there and it's usually about $1,000 out of your pocket. And he goes out there and says, oh, we're not going to approve this roof. And then you go back to the seller and say, hey, you need to fix the roof. Well, he doesn't have to fix the roof. He can say no, and the deal's over because you can't get financing, and that's the end of it. So what I'm trying to warn you about is you really need to be careful when you're looking at these houses. If you're using one of these types of loans, you know what you're offering on 
before you get down the road and spend a bunch of money on a house that you're not even going to buy. Uh, The VA loan is probably the most strict. Uh, The appraisers that come out and do VA loans, they go through the house with a magnifying glass. In fact, I had a story, this happened about five years ago, but these people were using a VA loan on a house that I had the list I had the listing for I was representing the sellers and the buyers came in and it was a VA loan but the appraiser he decided that you know there was a little hole on the in the siding up where a woodpecker had been they had to fix that there was he got as as bad as there were a there was a screw missing from an electrical from a light switch plate in the kitchen they had to replace that and it was just I mean he kind of went overboard in my opinion but what I'm saying is if you're doing those government type of loans, that's the chance you're taking. And so if you're if you don't think that the seller is gonna fix any of this stuff, you're you're out the money. Like I said, if you pay for a regular home inspection, which is gonna cost you around four hundred dollars, and an appraisal, which is gonna cost you in between eight hundred and a thousand dollars, now you're at say twelve hundred dollars at least for a house that you're not going to buy. So you really need to be careful and your agent should be looking at these things for you. Just make sure that you don't get too far down the road on a house like that, that you're not going to get financing for. Because like I talked about last week with the earnest money, you know, you don't want to lose your earnest money. If in the case I just told you, you'll have a financing contingency and you'll get your earnest money back. But that's kind of the least of your worries if you've already spent, you know, all this other money on top of it. So anyway, the moral of the story is be very careful, especially now we're in December. There's going to be snow on the roofs here pretty quick. And so clear off a little bit of the roof if you're interested in the house and make sure that the shingles look okay. Because again, that's a big one. And you know, the seller may not have the money to fix something like that. And if you go to him and say, hey, you know, we need the roof to be fixed. He, like I said, he can say no, he doesn't have to fix anything. So keep that in mind. The main thing, talk to your lender and he should be able to give you some documents that'll tell you all the things that need to be right with the house before you buy it. So again, I hope this helps. And if you have any other questions, feel free to give me a call. All our contact information is at the end of the show. And with that, we will see everyone next week. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes another episode of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you will join us next week for our next episode. If you have any questions or would like to know more about this episode, please feel free to contact me at montanarealestatepodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at montanarealestatepodcast.com. Or if you want to call, you can call me at 406-249-1735. We'll see you all next week. 